welcome everybody to Remotely Renee this week. And two days ago was Mother's Day. So I want to first let me recommend some moms and my two lit crew, Snookabooka, which as you guys know, is me, Madre, my sister, Nicole Young, who she's a mom, and then my VP, Paul Garino, holding it down for the dudes. But I also wanted to just give a huge shout out to all the moms in the WNBA, because there's a lot of us and it's progressive, all the moms in the NCAA, See y'all, Adia Barnes was pumping milk at halftime. We know the, the, the strife of working moms and trying to be there for everything. And then I got to give a huge, huge shout out to the moms of the Atlanta dream. And that's Odyssey Sims, Tiana Hawkins, but also Suzanne A. Bear and all the other moms in the organizations. Shouts to me. I'm a mama too. Happy Mother's Day to everybody. And welcome moms. How y'all feeling after this Mother's Day? Loved. <laughs> oh, I like that. You feeling loved? How you feeling, Snookabooka? You know, I feel blessed. <laughs> okay, well, y'all both look. Y'all both came in here in pink, so y'all was gonna let us know today was your day. Okay, so you could have told us. And and Snook Snook began uh, comments in the on the YouTube pages. She began some interview requests too. Mm -hmm. And, and I told Cole the other day about uh, she's going to be getting interviewed soon. And she was like, why? Because <laughs> <laughs> you're on a podcast. Now. What? Why? Snooka Booker is a cult legend out here. Snooka Booker, the people want to talk to you, Snook. Oh, look, I got a lot to say. And sometimes they <laughs> want to hear what oh, I boy. like you all did not want to hear. Say, so well, listen i want to hear now <laughs> listen now i want to hear everything you gotta say snookabooka and speaking of that suzanne said that she you're her favorite part of the show she said she said to me no offense renee but snook is my favorite part of the show and i'm like look i don't care who you love on the show i love yes. that you love it okay yes. so yes. let's get into it let's start out this week there's a lot of business stuff. We had a lot of, actually, no, let me rewind. I'm going to start scoreboard out and scoreboard is where we talk about business happening in the universe. A lot of times it's in the sports world, but sometimes it's not. I have an announcement to make. Uh -oh. I'm going to be producing a Broadway play called Passover. I'm so excited. Broadway's coming back. I don't know if you saw, but Kumo talked about it in September. Broadway will be reopened and it's coming back. It's a huge deal, people, because the Broadway industry, there's a lot of people we talk about without jobs, a lot of things that were on pause. We know when Hollywood opened back up for filming, we started to get our favorite TV shows back. Well, Broadway is one of my favorite things. And I sent out a tweet that talked about how before the New York Liberty was not was no longer playing at the Madison Square Garden, I used to go watch a Broadway every single time I went to New York. It started at UConn where Coach Ariema and them, they tried to educate us. You'll see that along the way of these stories I tell. But when we were in UConn, they tried to take us from heathens and teach us a little bit of class. And so they would take us to nice restaurants like Del Fresco's. We had to figure out which fork I'm supposed to grab. What am I supposed to be eating with? Then they would also take us to, they took us to a Broadway play and it was called The Rockettes. And I never forget it. I was like, yo, this is lit. I like discipline and uniformity. Have y'all seen the rock catch? Y'all know what I'm talking about? Yes, I have. Yes, I have. I went to New York and saw it myself. I love Broadway. See what I'm saying? So, yeah, back in the day, yes. wanted to be a rock What'd you, you say, Snook? 
Back in the day, everybody wanted to be a rockhead. Right. Wow. Right. I, I didn't even know that. So back in the day, apparently everybody wanted to be a rockhead. But imagine college me going there and I'm like, yo, this is lit. So then when I became a pro in the WNBA, I just every single time I would go alone to these Broadways. That'll tell you how much I liked it. I would go alone. And every single time, like I would find a different one. So I've seen the color purple. I've seen Lion King, Phantom of the Opera. I've seen everything literally. And so to continue this journey of my love for Broadway as a producer, as a pro producer, what are we talking about here? I'm excited. So Paul, I'm gonna pass it to you now and let you tell us what's on the scoreboard this week. All right, so the first one, you know, we always talk about crypto. Uh, the Giants, just, the New York Giants um, is the first NFL team to land a partnership with a cryptocurrency. Uh, it's a, it's more of like an investment group, and they're going to like kind of teach the players seminar. They're going to have like seminars on cryptocurrency. And wow. um, I didn't know this either. Uh, Crypto.com, which is another app I just told you to download the other day, uh, they have a, deal, a sponsorship deal with the Montreal Canadiens. Um, so what? I guess... Yeah, it's coming. So this crypto explosion, I mean, is now leaking over into sports, as you guys can see. I think it's smart to educate players the same way in the NBA and in the WNBA. They have rookie seminars, rookie orientation, where they teach you how to work with your money. They teach you how to save your money. Not that the athletes listen, but they still try to teach you. And so that's dope to be ahead of the curve and teach the players about crypto on the way because it's all it's it's here now but wow you're starting to see the partnerships and shouts to mark cuban he's the shark mm -hmm. in the tank that's already selling tickets you can buy them with cryptocurrency with um what do you say you buy them with dogecoin he accepts dogecoin wow he accepted snook what'd you what'd you hear about dogecoin well this morning i i saw that in in your chat i, I do remember that so that's why when i heard it on the news this morning it caught my ear because <laughs> the guy was talking about all of this crypto stuff and he says this doge how do you say it dogecoin 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 he says if you invested one thousand dollars in january it would be worth $120,000 today. And I said, now my Lord, Jesus. <laughs> you know, I, Whoa. I have $1,000 I'm gonna give you. I'm ready. I'm willing and I'm able. So, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> this is huge breaking wait, news. Look, wait. I'm kind of, I'm kind of, I'm kind of offended. So you trust the news, but you don't trust people you talk to every week in your family. Well, I'm just saying, if, you know how you have to keep hearing something and keep hearing something, and finally it really just clicks. I said, "Wow, that just came through loud clear." Oh, okay. Oh, the bottom line is, she heard the numbers. Well, the numbers. Us, Cole, well, tell us what you told us. So who, uh, uh, one of your sons invested into it. That's what he invested in. He invested in Dogecoin in January. I'm going to try to tell. No, wait a minute. No, wait a minute. Doge We've been on this show for five weeks trying to tell Sukabuka <laughs> about cryptocurrency. <laughs> we were telling her all the points. I was like, hey, do you want to even be paid in cryptocurrency? And what does Snook say? 
Give me my money in cold, hard cash. And the one time, the one time she sees it on the news, not like she kept seeing it on the news. She saw it on the news one time. They told her, hey, folks, if you invested in January and you put one stack up, you could have had 120 snacks, stacks. And now Snooker Booker want to give me some money to invest. It validated what I've been hearing from you all. So now I'm on the lookout. We're not, we're not. <laughs> on the lookout. So send me whatever, uh, you know, those tips you get. What do you call them? Uh, 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 trader Snack. tips. Snack. Wait a minute. We don't want no insider trading tips. Yeah. Wait a minute. If anyone knows anything that would help me, send it to me. My email is okay. fake.net. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa! I had to throw some roses. I just don't know what just happened. Did we just convert Snook to crypto? You did. Wow. (laughs) VP, what else do you have? Because I feel like today is a good day automatically. I'm just going to shout out Renee because Renee just listens to me, even though sometimes I'm like, Renee, I don't know. I'm just telling you stuff. But she always like, so it works out. It's been working out. It's been, I'll tell you, this is the you too i'm sorry if i've offended you but i will i will now on i definitely will be listening okay so snookabooka has now been converted paul my vp is talking he's it's the truth paul sends me just the most random wild things and he'll be like hey i think this is going to blow soon or hey i think this is a good idea i mean he brought fcf to me he's like he's in the know so when he tells me stuff even if i'm like not all the way a believer of it. I'm like, let me find out about it, Paul. Okay, tell me what I need to do. Like, I'm, I'm the like, all right, what I need to do to kind of get my toe, tiptoe in there. So I guess Snookabook is now going to be on board, apparently, and she's here for it. So go. Now, I'm going to with both feet. Not one, but both. Oh, my Whoa, God. so Cole, do you, like, <laughs> is this two people have converted? Has Snook converted before you, Cole? Are you ready to get paid in crypto? No, no, you ain't gonna pay me in crypto. I will invest, but no, I don't want my money handed to me in crypto. Hand me my money in cash, whole card, whole hard cold cash, and I will do it as I want to. No, oh my no, goodness. No payment. No oh payment. my goodness. Are you telling me that our mother, Snookabooka, has converted before you? No, no, no. She said she will invest. You will give her her money in crypto? Mom, do you want your money in crypto or do you want your money in cold hard cash still? Uh. <laughs> Snook, hey, what are you buying in? No, no, no. We're saying two different things. She says she will invest a thousand. I don't have a problem investing, but don't try to hand me any paycheck in crypto. That's all I said. Okay, this is all I gotta say. Give me pound, give me pound, give me euro, give me yen. I'm international. Listen, I'm only saying that because. You can pay me in whatever. I don't care. Pay me in whatever as long as it's cash money. Okay. Well, not cash money. I shouldn't say cash anymore, but money. What else you got, VP? Woo! Snook is a converter. Well, this is definitely going to be a trivia question. Um, You told me a while ago this was one of your favorite singers, and Ed Sheeran. Okay. Mm-hmm. He, he just became a jersey sponsor for one of the local clubs. Uh, I, I'm not even going to try to pronounce it, but it's an English uh, soccer team that is a third tier team, and it's going to feature. You have plus, to try so we can know. A plus sign, a, plus sign, a minus sign, an equal sign, 
uh, a, what the, a, a division sign and a time sign on the jersey. So I think that oh, oh that's that's his album. That's his album uh, name. So I guess so that so this is ooh wait I like this. I hope y'all are paying attention what's happening. So basically he's releasing an album is what you're trying to tell me. And we've seen so many different type of rollouts. You see people go in interviews. You see people, you know, Jimmy Kennel live and they want to show their song. Ed Sheeran is doing something unique. And for his rollout, okay, I know that's not how you say his name. And for his rollout, he bought in on a Jersey sponsorship so that his album will be on their jerseys all year long I, I mean like we're working on brilliant 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 i love this i love what's happening what do y'all think of what'd you say paul i'm saying uh there's gonna be some remotely renee sponsorships in sports too hey you better tease up the stuff coming down the line that's right. Remotely Renee has some sponsorships that we're doing in conjunction with the sports team. Bet you can't guess who we in this thing. I'm, I'm just saying it's going to be I'm about other stuff, too. Oh, what else are you talking about? He said that we're going to have um, we're, we're getting in promo in other sports as well. I thought he was talking about the one that's coming down the pipe for the Atlanta dream. But which one are you talking about? Can't say it's a teasing. Oh, you see what You see how we rolling this thing out? Okay, that's how we doing. How do y'all feel about that? An artist now, pay, because you know sponsorship there doesn't have to be a company. You just got to pay the money and you get the the real estate on the jersey or I'm wherever you're getting it. It's like weird, different. It's I'm, so I'm different. All for it. I'm all for it, especially for the WNBA. They need all of the sponsorships. They don't care if they uh, companies, if they're albums. If there's somebody who just wants their 15 minutes or 15 seconds of fame or season of fame, whatever, you know, let them bring it, bring it on. Bring it on. Cole, what do you think about this innovation when it comes to just marketing as a whole? It's changed completely. What are your thoughts about that? I actually like it. That was really different. I would have never thought to put the album on the jersey. And then that means the whole season, people were like, what is that? They're like, oh, that's Ed Sheeran's album. And you're like, exactly. Oh, really? And it's then people are going to play some of his songs during those times where they yeah. play music at the games. And so then, hey, now, you know, they know where the song is and people will like it because they'll be hearing it. And Hey, cha-ching, album sale, cha-ching, album sale. So. Ooh, John Legend, John Legend, Rihanna, who else? Beyonce, holla at me. I need all of y'all to come <laughs> over here. The, the Smiths, Willow Smith, Jaden Smith, holla at me. If this is what we're doing, holla at me because I like this vibe. Atlanta, oh my goodness, we got artists for days. Holla at me. I like what's happening here and I wanna I wanna talk about it. We want Tyler Perry on, on the dream jerseys. Ooh, Tyler we Perry want... Studios. Holla yeah. at the That's kids. actually a really good one. Yeah. yeah. Look a You see what we're doing here? We just doing this off the fly, by the way. Y'all seeing <laughs> y'all are seeing what our think tank looks like live. Tyler Perry. Beautiful idea, Snookabooka. Holla at me. We want Medea at the games. What's hey. up? Hey, I love Medea. I'm telling you, I what's love up? All right, VP. What's the last one on the list? All right. So I had to change it up this week a little because I feel like we've been kind of talking about the same things over and over. So, oh, um, 
But it, we just talked about Ed Sheeran. So I wanted to touch on DJ Khaled this week because his album dropped. And <laughs> it's not really relative to sports, but I'm saying like he just drops albums and they always go number one because he has all the collaborations. I'm sure you've already heard probably some of the songs. And he already, I think he, they're projected to get like another 100,000 sales in, in the album. So that's, yes, another one. That's why he says another one because he just has another hit and another hit. I see you switching it up on the music. We, we going to Broadway, so we do need to expand. We don't just do sports around here, VP. So I'm glad you're taking us out of our box. Nobody puts remotely in the corner. I like it. DJ Khaled has figured out a algorithm. The algorithm is you get the hottest artist with the hottest beats and collab, collab, collab. And he adds his ad libs and he got a hit. I mean, rinse and repeat. He's had Beyonce, Jay-Z, Justin Bieber, Rihanna, like who? Didn't he have Cardi B too? Of course, I'm sure he did because he's DJ Khaled. And that's why he has this rhythm. So I listen, I DJ Khaled holla at us too. We were talking about artists that want to, you know, put some real estate. DJ Khaled holla at the kid. What do y'all feel about DJ Khaled? Oh, that just reminded me of something. I was watching a sneaker thing because he's a sneaker head. And they asked oh, him, do you worry? Huh? Here's a deal with Jordan. There, there you go. He got a deal with Jordan. So he's a sneakerhead and they were going through his closet and they asked him, do you worry about like making coming up with another hit? Like you've already, you've had a, a system of excellence. Are you concerned if it's going to stop? And he was like, I'm the one that makes some hits. So as long as I'm me, we gonna have hits. And I was like, Ooh, wait, don't question. Talk. Don't How switch technique. <laughs> I think it's absolutely right. Hey, if you're not going to toot your horn, who will? A beep, beep. What you think about it, Cole? I, I think he's right. I think that he's the stand. He is the he's the upper echelon that everyone's trying to get to. So as long as he's there, everybody's going to try to get there. So he'll never have a problem with making a hit because he is the actual hit. Everybody's <laughs> got to come and meet him where he is. So I agree with them. And, and uh, I think, I don't know if he did it before Beyonce and them, but he put his his son like on his other oh. album like a couple of years ago, right when he was born, like not even a year. Aside, so, yeah. So exactly, Listen, you know his name. Look. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you right now. Yeah, I know his name. You crazy? I know Aside's name. First of all, I never seen that baby cry. So they got a baby whispering nanny over there. That's amazing. But secondly, imagine being born not knowing nothing, and all of a sudden you're famous, you're rich. I know that a lot of celebrities' kids are this way, but I'm talking about he made his kid like a producer, so there's like actual money that is going to go to his child for the future. I'm goals, Snookabooka, what you got to say? Okay, well, I was just going to say about tuning your own horn. You know, I used to teach graduates how to go out and get jobs after they graduated from college, and one of the things they had a problem with was tooting their own horn. I said, hey, you got to, you know, if you're not going to say anything good or, you know, know yourself well enough to say what skills I have and what the person can use, then who will? So, you know, he's doing the thing that everyone should be doing who's out there trying to make a dollar. Make a dollar, holla, and listen, Assad <laughs> got a lot of dollars. I'm bet you right now Assad got some crypto already. Oh VP, VP, what other nuggets you got for us? Yeah, there probably will be like, we the best coin or something. <laughs> We the best coin. We the best. <laughs> yeah. 
yes. my two i got two bonus ones once again changing it up a little bit maybe i should call it tech scoreboard because i just saw it on it was on front 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 office sports uh in nintendo you know everyone always kind of doubts them because like playstation and xbox but uh their net sales uh this last quarter was 16.1 billion and they had a tw- uh, 82 percent profit growth from 2020 so wait what games oh, are nintendo because oh, I remember oh, yeah. my Nintendo, uh, Mario. I remember all of our Nintendo, but that's not their Nintendo, right? No, their no, Nintendo Mario is Kart. Mario. No, not Mario. Uh, Mario Kart, and their Nintendo is Switch. That yeah. Switch is what's oh. make them. Oh yeah, yeah. the system. Yeah, yeah the so system so- because the little kids like Vance has a Switch. His brothers bought it for him. I was like, oh, this is AJ great. has a Switch. There Junior a, has a switch. They have a switch. But the game they have on there is Mario is Mario Kart and that Pokemon. I was done to find out a Pokemon bundle was a hundred and some dollars. So they yes. making yes. Okay, so if I you buy two different separate ones, it's fifty five and fifty five. But if you want to buy the bundle, it's like one something. I was like hundred dollars. They was like yeah. Oh, so that's how they're making their money. So yeah, that was definitely a good stock to buy. Also, but um like you know like <laughs> xbox and PlayStation <laughs> are brands right but yeah. nintendo has brands underneath their brand like mario zelda uh pokemon like they're like they're they don't like xbox and playstation doesn't have it, stuff like that well not to buy, mi- at least like a lot of them like that well and not to mention people are buying more switches because xbox and yeah, playstation are stationary and yeah, that's you can have that portability to play it on a screen like Xbox and a PlayStation, but you could take it with you wherever you go. And that's where they make a lot of their money too. Because Greatest babysitter ever. In 2020, they sold uh, 28. million Switch units. What? Babysitter ever. And I remember. Yeah. I Snook remember said, if you need a babysitter, get a Nintendo Switch. And I don't think she's not wrong. <laughs> wow then, i uh, like this trend i like this trend what else last, you got that's different my last one it literally just came out um twitter just made a tip jar what what are we tipping them so, off on is this going i won't even say you could tip anybody now so you could put so it like gives you the option it was it gives you the option to put like your cash app your Venmo, or like some other couple ones and then uh in the in your bio right above it it has like the little money thing so you could send but why would they tip me i mean what what's the service well i guess like if you put something out there you say i'm starting my this that and the other my business you want to give me a tip for whatever like now i don't know if you could i don't know what's going on here but that's i'm intrigued i don't it's dangerous it's the same as everything else. It's it's somebody. It's a way for somebody to give you some money. You already know. I set it up because. It... I'm just saying. It's just another way for people to give you money. Yeah. Or take your money. So actually, <laughs> so, so so actually, I was just listening to Ben Baller had the fa- the co-founder of Do- Dogecoin on his podcast today. And uh, and the and the kid is not involved in it anymore. He has no Dogecoin, but in his bio has his wallet, so people could send him Dogecoin. So kind of okay. Let me have to open up my tip jar. Let me open up my wallet. I bet you they're gonna they're gonna have crypto soon. I bet you on there to tip. Let me open it up. 
quick. Uh, I want you to put that on my phone so somebody can put something in my. <laughs> listen, listen here, listen here. I'm going down <laughs> be on Twitter all the time. Y'all get tip. Y'all give me a tip if you want to. I'm, and my tip don't have to be twenty dollars, thirty dollars. You give me five dollars if you want to. I take a tip of five dollars, and if you get enough of that, that's how people be making their coin. I'm gonna tell you that right now. Ooh, you give me do some strange things for some change. I want to know what Twitter thought that jar was. What was gonna happen with that jar? Because I feel like they just brought OnlyFans to Twitter in some type of way. I don't know what's going on, but it's very innovative. I want to know what they thought was going to happen with this tip jar, though. Like, is it like you retweet something for somebody and then they tip you? I don't know yeah, what's it's happening. The actual, it's not on the actual tweet yet, but I'm assuming that's what's going to happen. Okay. After the show, we'll talk about it. We can't talk Because that would be dope. Because they say your tweet blows up, right? And then they're just like, <laughs> oh, yeah, we just want to tip her, tip them, whatever, because it's a dope tweet. Oh wow! Let me get this my tweets up. Let me get this my is okay, up. family, because we've been trying to get Snook and Colt <laughs> on Twitter. Are we? Are you interested now? Do we have a little interest? Me oh, and Mom were talking about interest. that today. Mm-hmm. We were just talking uh, about us getting better on Twitter, did we, Mom? We had a yeah. whole conversation. We had a whole come to Jesus moment with it, mm-hmm. and Mom said, "I'm gonna get back on there. I bet you we'd be back on there now with that tip jar open." Oh, <laughs> Yeah, I go to Ben Ballers. He already got it set up. And then it just goes straight to the it goes straight to the Cash App and this thing is like wash baller. Listen, if Ben the baller who's a gazillionaire got his tip tip jar ready, I'm going here right after the show. By the time y'all are listening to this, my tip jar is available. I might even make my tip jar be things that go straight to my foundation. I feel like there's legs with this. That's what I said. So yeah. I like what's happening here. Twitter, way to be innovative. Like, yeah. I mean, I see you. I you, see you. you is that all? Out, you can put out something about a virtual, like your events, and then say, if anybody wants to, you know, donate, I have an event coming up, and people get the tip jar open. People, if they want to donate five towards your event, you know, that you're going to be doing for your foundation, they can do that. Oh, it gives people the availability to do oh, yeah. a certain yeah. amount to be a sponsor. You could partially be a sponsor through a tip. Yeah, you could put uh, you could put up a tip jar on mine, and I will show you how I've invested in how my money's grown. So you can put some money in there if you want to see how. <laughs> I see what you're doing, Snook. That's actually clever. So Snook is saying if oh. you want her to be in crypto so bad donate her some money tip her some money and she will show y'all how she's investing how it's growing what it's looking like snooka booker y'all hear the think tank if y'all hear what's happening this is this is my squad we could do a challenge like we put a hundred dollars in a certain whatever and then after a month or something we come back to the show oh that's actually a good idea with my face twisted up but it has to be like a or it has to be like a random <laughs> cryptocurrency like it, ha- it can't be like one of the main things yeah no we need to bet on it's just a coins. random got, one listen you know what y'all w- remotely renee has a twitter <laughs> okay, listen, we got a Twitter with remotely Snook a book and look, Snook ready. <laughs> Snook a book, we ain't mad at it. We ain't mad at it. Twitter, I see y'all. All right, listen, I'm really hyped today because for happening IRL, we're 
listen, the WNBA season is starting um, hype. And so to break down everything, we have Cheryl Coward of the Ho of Hoop Feed, who she's going to give us a breakdown. She's going to give us some interesting stats. The two lit crew and I, Cheryl, we would like to welcome you to Remotely Renee because we're family now. Once you come on here, you're family. And so <laughs> talk to us, Cheryl. Thank you for joining us. What should we look forward to this year? Well, first of all, thanks for having me. And uh, there's so many things to look forward to this year. So many changes, some that you've been involved in um, as well. Um, transitions with teams, um, the breaking news uh, with uh, the coach, Nikki Collin, leaving uh, Atlanta to go to Baylor, which is a big move for her, you know, money. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we have to put that in there. But, um, you know, starting with the off-season moves, you know, uh, Tina, we didn't get to see her play last season. Um, she'll be with the Washington Mystics this year uh, with Elena Dola Dunn and the newcomers. That'll be um, interesting to see how that all and Let me pause you right together. there. Y'all better yeah. stop playing with TT. I'm just telling you, that's my, that's my teammate. Y'all better right. stop playing with her. Right. And she's, she's hungry. I mean, I, I asked her on uh, one of these Zoom calls, you know, and someone else asked her too, what motivates her? And she says, I don't have a championship. That's what motivates me. Um, that what's, uh, that's what's motivating me to continue to get better. So these youngins better watch out because they're going to get beat up. Right, right. Um, you know, we also have, you know, Candace Parker in Chicago. That's a huge, huge, huge move. Um, you know, good for her. She gets to go back home, you know, be around friends and family, the people that watched her uh, in high school grow up. I mean, I have a friend who uh, played basketball with her brothers and he says he remembers her as a little kid running around the court. So, I mean, people like that, they're so overjoyed to have her back in Chicago and that should be good for their attendance, even though it's going to be, you know, limited, but for the future, um, um, you have- We're uh, limited too. And yeah, uh, Chicago, y'all better show up and show out for that team. Diamond right. Shields, Courtney Vandersloot, Allie Quigley, Mm -hmm. uh candace parker come on now uh y'all better right. show up show out right plus the newcomers i don't know if uh shyla hill is going to be playing this year but i mean she's the daughter of a legend australian legend i mean imagine you know what's that what yeah. that's going to be like when she takes the floor um so we'll also get to see sabrina unescu uh yeah. back you know she was <laughs> the front runner for rookie of the year until unfortunately she got injured which happens with a lot of rookies you know they have these uh sustained injuries over their college career when they it's like they take a break before they go into the WBA and it's kind of their yeah. body starts talking to them. It's like, you need to slow down at this point and take care. And I think that's kind of uh, what, what happened to her, what happened with Renaya Davis with the stretch factor. That's something that happened in her, uh, in her college career. Um, and uh, speaking of them with the Minnesota Lynx, can't count them out. You got Big Sill out there. You got some people helping her out um, in the paint. So you know, don't count out Minnesota, of course, Cheryl. Uh, you never can coach. count out a Cheryl Reed team because she's going to stay right. on them all season long. <laughs> shouts to Put Put. Shouts to that whole Minnesota family over there. You know, like mm -hmm. I was a part of that organization. First class. So I always will speak so highly of them. But we played them in preseason. And yeah, you never can count them out. Right, right. And you cannot forget Chelsea Gray moving oh. to Las Vegas. Right. I mean, that team is stacked. I that they're my number one pick to win the championship. I mean, what what can you say? Liz, Asia, Chelsea, Angel, who else? Name them. You name it. <laughs> Derica Hamby cannot count her out. I mean, you know, she's six women of the year twice, but she's she's a she's a starter on any other team, a superstar oh, yeah. on any other team. So, you but you know, it works for them. And if it gets them a ring, who cares? Facts. <laughs> 
Hey, and speaking of, so you already threw out there, that's your pick to win it this year. So right. who would you see in the finals? Like, who do you think is going to be the top two teams? Um, You know, Chicago. I think Chicago has a really good roster. When Courtney uh, Vandersloot is there with Allie Quigley, I mean, what a tandem and the way that yeah. they, you know, uh, mix in everyone else. And with Candace being there, they haven't had a chance to play with each other. Um, so, but I, I picked them. They're still relatively young. And, hey, and uh, speaking you know, of it's, that, yeah, Diamond, um, Diamond Shields tweeted something and I thought it was so dope. She said, if you would have told young me that I would have been playing <laughs> with Candace Parker, I would have screamed or I wouldn't have believed it or something of that nature. So it's pretty dope to see that you hear that in the NBA all the time where right. a player will come in and their favorite player, they're playing against them. Like uh, I forget what player had Rajon Rondo's uh, card in his wallet, but you're, it's, I think it's cool to see those dynamics now and that Diamond was a fan of Candace and now she's playing with Candace. So you can imagine the turn up for the team when there's that type mm -hmm. of energy. Right, right. And it's it's so beautiful to see when you hear these young players. I'm playing with my idol. I have to get my jitters out because, you know, <laughs> don't don't stand around too long. <laughs> it might cost you. <laughs> yeah. But, um, you know, it's it's been a long time coming. You know, we have these multi-generations coming up yeah. in the WNBA now. I mean, Imani McGee-Stafford isn't playing now, but I remember uh, I worked at the Village Voice as the chief of research. And whenever I was there when the New York Liberty uh had their first season. I went to the actually their very first game. And one of the stories that um, uh, we did was when uh, Pam McGee was um, dealing with the custody battle with Imani. Think of that history, you know, and how things have not changed for, you know, mothers, mothers in the league. So we have a lot of, a lot of history like that. It just needs to be amplified. Wow. See, I don't even, I didn't even know that story at first. Um, shout yeah. to Manny. That's the homie. I was literally just talking to her yesterday. So that's a crazy, crazy coincidence um, of things that's happening. But what do you think about our team? I want to hear what's your assessment of the Atlanta dream. Come on now. It's my squad. And <laughs> candidly, you don't have to feed me roses because it's my squad. I'm curious. What are your breakdown for us? Well, um, first of all, I think that um, Tim and Darius are going to do a great job. It's not like they haven't been there. It's not that, like they don't know the game. Tim, you know, he has a great uh, background uh, with the links. So I think that they're prepared. I think that, you know, even though he's the interim coach, he said it's, you know, it's going to be, you know, a, kind of a co-coaching thing. Oh, and yeah. it's, it's amazing. Um, and he doesn't want to step up to be the head coach. And if Darius comes in, how great would that be to have, you know, him there and his wife at Georgia? But that's just what she's thinking. Ah! Look, on, on did you drop a Joni Taylor nugget on us real quick? Is that, like, did I right. hear that? Yeah, wouldn't that be great? Um, <laughs> two black coaches right there. <laughs> but I mean, oh, you've got man. like amazing aggressive guards with Atlanta and they showed that in the preseason. I mean, Odyssey Sims is, is a defensive dynamo. Um, you've got Kennedy Carter, uh, you know, and then you bring in Aaron McDonald, who is a speedster and uh, from everything we've heard, she's picking up everything. She's not trying to do too much. She's staying within her zone, but she's excelling because she's, uh, you know, a great player, a great young player with a high basketball IQ who listens and is coachable. And you know that because Adia doesn't take anything less. Come she, on like now. She said, you know, if I don't want to, I don't want to coach you if you need to be motivated. You need to come in here self-motivated and ready to work. And Ari McDonald has shown that in her college career. And now she's showing it in the WNBA. And South, and, and then you talked about all of our newcomers, but I mean, we we haven't even mentioned Courtney Williams, right, right, Hayes, Cheyenne Parker, Elizabeth right. Williams, Shakina, yeah, 
Jalen. I'm just saying, like, there's right. it, listen, I'm Tiana Hawkins was a new pickup right. for us that I think will be vital. There's a lot of pieces. Kalani Brown shouts to her as well. We right. got a lot of pieces. Monique right. Elizabeth Williams. That's right. Elizabeth Williams is another yeah. great basketball IQ. Well, the interesting thing about Atlanta is I think that. You know, I think they're up there um, in the top five teams. And the reason I say that is because they have an interesting mixture of uh, people with experience and younger people, but the people with experience aren't that old. You see yep. these coaches here talking about they've got to manage the minutes of the vets. And then you see people like Vicki Johnson at Dallas. She's like, I love these young kids because I've been running the vets. You know, <laughs> we usually don't do things like you run sprints when you miss a shot, but we're doing that because they can run. <laughs> <laughs> I love no, you it. You have these this younger team with all these skills that maybe will you know gas the other teams. They might they might be tired and because they have that experience as well. And because when they go against a team like Dallas, who is who has that speed and that energy and that hustle, but they don't have the experience. Yeah. So that's so, that's my. So take. who's your sleeper? Uh, like who's your sleeper pick that? They're going to have a good, like, not saying they're going to win, but they'll have mm -hmm. a surprising season, what people maybe not have expected. Um, I think Los Angeles. Oh. I think the chemistry there looks like it's good. Um, you have, you know, Neko, who's an amazing leader, as you know. You know, yep. she has her sister back this season, Shanae, who, you know, is effervescent, always energetic, hyping people up. You know, she's the team's hype man. Love <laughs> um, it. You have, Speaking you know, of, shouts to their TikTok. They did a TikTok that I thought was so lit. But, yeah, that that's that type of energy. Right, right. So I, I think that, you know, they're getting used to the system that they have, you know, um, Derek Fisher's letting them play, do their own, you know, you know, of course you have systems, of course you have plays and the game book, whatever, but they, they're ha they have a freedom that they've been talking about that they may have not have had uh, before to create. And, you know, with NECA leading the team, you know, what Ain't no talent. Expect. Ain't no talent. Okay. Exactly. So before we let you go, do you have any interesting nuggets for us cool stats anything you want to drop on us um there's there's so much there's so much going on um this yeah. season you know with the uh, the new uniforms the new deals um the 25th anniversary season you know there's there's Down a lot it. that's going on right exactly um and i think that people need to keep in mind um the statistics of the WNBA where it is now compared to mm -hmm. the nba when it was 25 the WBA is actually ahead of the NBA, you know, um, as far as uh, the, you know, people don't realize that the NBA didn't get televised games all the time until like maybe the late seventies, you know, and they, they weren't profitable teams. Think of how many teams have moved from uh, teams uh, city to city. Think of all the teams that have been in the, in the NBA. Some people never even heard of, I mean, the Los Angeles Lakers, they were the Minnesota Lakers. People don't know that. Yeah. So I think it's important for people at this milestone with this anniversary to kind of maybe look at the, the comparison uh, historically and not just financially and not just attendance wise and not just the level of play um, because it's, it's exploding. I mean, look at these youngins coming in and look at the people yeah. in the pipeline, you know, positionless players all over the place, you know, Haley Jones and uh, Fran Belibi out at Stanford. These kids, you know, are going to change the game. So yeah. I think I think it's important historically to maybe for people to kind of look at those sorts of things. That's that's my nugget. Look at look at the league from a historical perspective. I like that. Let's compare apples to apples and oranges to oranges, basically. Right. You can't compare us at twenty five. Okay, Paul. 
Which which uh which uh jersey is your favorite? Um, I actually like the Lynx jerseys. Right. They're crisp and cool, and uh, I don't know which one. All of them, the whole her collection, or is there one in particular, like the white ones you like, or which ones? Um, I like all of them. Although I did see a friend of mine wear one outside. I don't know which which. I think it was the Hero collection, and it just looked really good. Okay. On her. And, I, you know, the little the little things they did to accentuate, you know, the, the physicality of the players, you know, this has been a long time coming yeah. about the jerseys they had before. I mean, they were ill-fitting. Yeah, yeah I had <laughs> so, one of them. I was in them. Right, right. I wasn't in the ones that were halter tops, if that's the right. ones you were talking about, but I was in yeah. the other ones. And so, yeah, yeah. no, it's it, we've come a long way, but right. I like that. Like, mm -hmm. we've come a long way. It's 25 seasons. Lisa Borders said 25 years is one generation. So we have one generation down, hopefully a gazillion to go. Cheryl Coward, thank you so much for joining thank us on you. Remotely, Renee. Nice You're welcome. Thank, thank you. you. Thank Take you. it easy. Thank you, too. Bye-bye. <laughs> okay, so listen, we're all for it. We're here for it. Next up, we have remotely one-on-one, -on -one, and I'm I'm telling you what, I'm hype about this one. We have the former president of the WNBA, and I'm gonna say it louder for the people in the back. We have the former president of the WNBA, Lisa Border. She was the fourth president, and now we have commissioners. But Lisa Border comes on, and she talks about how they brought the Atlanta dream here. I never heard the full story. She talks about how she was a vice mayor. Didn't even know that's a thing. And they came to her with the idea that there was a league, the WNBA that was forming. They wanted Atlanta dream to be, well, it wasn't the dream then. She tells you all about it. I'm not going to steal her nuggets. Lisa Borders, talk to us. All right, listen, I have Miss Lisa Borders, who was the fourth president in the WNBA at one point. I remember calling you auntie because I just <laughs> felt that type of connection. Um, can you just talk about what it was like being a president in the WNBA with a lot of players where it really felt like we were a family. Yeah, love that, love that. Great to be with you, Renee. Thank you so much for having me. And I still want to be Auntie Girl just because I'm not the president yes. anymore. Doesn't mean, you know, we have breaking up the family. <laughs> so let me just say this, coming to the W was a dream come true for me. And I remember meeting all of you, you and 143 of your sisters. And every time I gave a speech, I would say to folks, I have one biological son, but I have 144 daughters. Yeah. And I meant that because it made me feel closer to you all. And it seemed that you all felt closer to me. So anytime we were celebrating, it's easy. But when you're going through hard times, you need your family, right? You need everybody close and need everybody to understand what you're trying to get done. So. It felt amazing and it still feels amazing. I have opportunities like this because I met you then. I love it. And so you're no stranger to, to black excellence. I read that you were an undergrad of the Alpha Kappa Alpha sorority and we salute the divine. Yes, ma'am, we salute the divine nine. My family went to an HBCU. So when we talk about HBCUs and their importances, We've never, they've never been under talented, always underfunded. And I don't know if you saw, but Morris Brown just recently got granted their candidacy to be accredited again. But can you talk about the importance of just picking up the HBCU community and also the importance of the community in general? 
Absolutely, absolutely. So my parents both attended HBCUs. My mom was an AKA at Clark, which is now Clark Atlanta University. It was Clark College then. So I am a legacy AKA sister. Uh, that's number one. My father attended Morehouse and he was a second generation, my brother's third generation Morehouse. And then my father was the physician at Morris Brown for like 30 years, Renee. What? They used I... to have a building called Borders Towers and it was named for my grandfather, William Holmes Borders Sr. So Morris Brown, if I recall correctly, is the only HBCU that was actually started by black people. Yeah. Most folks don't yeah. know that but yes. it was and so super proud of the progress that they've been able to make and yes i just read too about the reaccreditation bringing them back into the fold so that they can educate our students so let's be clear in days where african-american students could not go to majority institutions like this is what we did we had our own and we went to those schools. We stand on the shoulders of ancestors who went there, who were educated there. My father also went to Howard University to get his MD. There were two black medical schools, Howard and Meharry, and they put out some bomb physicians. My dad, first among equals. So I ain't mad. I'm always trying to lift up HBCUs yes. and the graduates. And listen, AKA and all of the black sororities and fraternities came out of HBCUs. These are service organizations. We're yeah. taught that at a young age and the expectation is we will always pay it forward, period, full stop, no conversation. Hey, period, full stop. And you know, that made me think, I've heard you tell the story about as the generations changed in your family and you went from, what was it? What was the line? I loved it because I love that line. Girl, we went from the chauffeur seat to the executive suite in two Come on! <laughs> Tell me about it, going from the Girl. chauffeur seat to the executive seat, because that's goals. Anybody knows that that's goals for you want to change your family's legacy. So tell me about how you did that with your, how your family did that. Listen, I am so grateful to the Coca-Cola company, but more importantly to the grandparents who came before me, my maternal grandfather worked as a chauffeur at the Coca-Cola company for one of the first presidents, Mr. Arthur A. Acklin. So my grandfather, Harmon Thomas, started at Coke, get this Renee, 1929. Okay, wow. for those that are not students of history, that was the year of the stock market crash. This is Atlanta, my home city. Coke is headquartered here. So for this tiny little company, I mean, people look at Coke today and they think, oh my God, the Coca-Cola company. But let's be clear, it was this tiny little company in Atlanta. So 1929, he started and he worked there for 30 years, 1929 to 1959. His wife, my grandmother, Rosa Keaton Thomas, was a maid. She worked there for 15 years. So between the two of them, 45 years of service, which allowed my mother and her sister to be first generation college at the HBCU Clark College, then Clark Atlanta Clark University. Talk about it. So for me to have the opportunity almost 50 years later, 2013, I think is when I went to Coke, 50 years later, two generations, and to serve as a senior executive, I had the privilege of running the Global Foundation. To be able to do that, particularly with the history of Coke and the history of Coke and my family was remarkable. So
So I have the privilege of working there. So I'm like one of the bookends. My grandfather started it and I tried to finish it up is what happened, but an amazing, amazing company and an amazing opportunity. I mean, if that ain't gold, I don't know what is. That story gives me chills every time because history is important. And if I remember correctly, you were involved in bringing the Atlanta team here and as a part of, and that, that started my history because as you know, now I'm sitting here and I'm a vice president of the team and, and owner. Say what? But Say you, what? Listen, but you brought, you had a, a hand in bringing it here. Tell me that story. How did it happen? Yeah. So I am so thrilled that you are one of the co-owners, Renee. You have made history and you're continuing to make history. So kudos to you. So super happy for you, but damn proud of you, girl. It's amazing. But this all started in 2008 when I was vice mayor of the city and president of the city council. Donna Orender, one of my predecessors as president of the league, came to Atlanta and invited us to bring a team to the city. Now, let me back it up and explain this a little bit. Shirley Franklin was mayor of the city of Atlanta and anybody who knows she's a bad girl, she's a little, little <laughs> thing, but Renee, little piece of leather, but she's well put together and she never <laughs> ever took any tea for the fever. So Donna actually invited Shirley to this lunch and Shirley called me and said, hey, I can't go to this lunch. I got to work on the budget. Can you please take the meeting? I'm like, can I take the meeting? I love basketball and it's about empowering women. I'm all in. So I go to this lunch with Donna. She lays out the case for a W team talking about the resources that we have in the city. We've got 18 colleges and universities to draw from. Basketball has deep roots in Atlanta. She makes her case. Renee, I was so, I was like, we'll take one. We'll take, <laughs> one. we'll take one. So I get myself together. I go back to City Hall. I go over to Shirley's office. I was like, Mayor, Mayor, check this out. I just told Donna Oranger we take a team. She's like, you did what? <laughs> I told you to take lunch. I didn't tell you to take a team. What a whole team. Okay, so as you guys, I mean, you got to listen on Thursday for the full thing. You don't want to miss not one there nugget that Auntie is giving out from the chauffeur to the C-suite. She actually said the executive suite. Come on, changing family generations. But Snookabooka, do you have any response to what Auntie was trying to say about crypto? Hey, tell her that I'm taking her advice wholeheartedly and getting ready to have someone do something for me with the crypto stuff because I've been enlightened. Oh, oh, you better drop the name of the podcast. Yes. Booker said enlightened. She didn't even know. I don't know if she knew, but enlightened is the name of Lisa Borders podcast. And the reason she named it that is because she thinks that there's so many things <laughs> we learn along the way that we need to give to the younger generation. Snookabooker, what? You better. Lisa Borders, <laughs> thank you for coming on. I love it. Listen on Thursday for the full episode, for the full interview. It's amazing. So now that you've been enlightened, my Snookabooka, can you enlighten us? What do you have this week for Remote Roots? Okay, people. So, you know, with Mother's Day coming up, we uh, filmed this prior to Mother's Day, it's released after Mother's Day, but I wanted to do something for Mother's Day. And so before I go into that, uh, 
first of all, I wanted to share with you a little bit about West Virginia again. You know, I keep hearing about West Virginia. It's getting to be very popular. Like, you know, I watched an episode of NCIS and it had a reference that they were going to West Virginia. And then I watched The Angel Has Fallen and they were in West Virginia. And then um, I watched The Wrong Turn and it's in West Virginia. And then, you know, in politics now, Joe Manchin has West Virginia, you know, all over the place. Uh, so anyway, West Virginia is like out there right now. And The Walking so Dead is another <laughs> one, just a popular one that is, takes place somewhere in West Virginia at a certain point. Okay, so like I said, Joe Manchin has West Virginia the limelight and everybody's always wondering, where is West Virginia? They really don't know if it's you know, part of Virginia or if it's not, but we are a whole state all by ourselves. And, and like I said, as of late, every time you turn around, you hear the name of West Virginia. Well, uh, I wanted to share about Mother's Day. You know, Mother's Day is a day that we celebrate and honor our mothers, which we should do on a daily basis every day of the year. Let me just say that. But, West, uh, but uh, Mother's Day was founded, started in West Virginia. Hey, did anyone know that? I did not know <laughs> that. I did not know that. I did so, not know that. So a lady named Anna Jarvis in May uh, of 1908 decided to uh, figure out a way to thank mothers. And so at her church, Methodist Church in Grafton, West Virginia, she had the first Mother's Day. Then in 1914, President Woodrow Wilson decided to proclaim Mother's Day as a holiday. So that's how Mother's Day got started. Grafton, West Virginia. Okay. Wow. That's so, crazy. I didn't know that. I don't like y'all better put some respect on West Virginia's name. I mean, no, not really, because I know we're doing some crazy stuff right now, too. But <laughs> put some respect on the history of West Virginia in some aspects. Okay. So, and today for my little clip, I decided, you know, I'm always talking about Fanny Pearl. Everybody knows that Fanny Pearl was definitely my girl, still is, and I learned everything, I owe everything I am to her. But you know what? She raised me, and through her, I got the knowledge and the perseverance and everything to raise my three daughters who are excellent mothers. So I have a clip I'd like to share as a tribute to my three daughters. So check it out. This Mother's Day, I'd like to give a shout out to all the strong, dynamic, loving, and wonderful mothers out there. But I'd like to share a little information about some of the wonderful mothers that were in my life, starting out with Fanny Pearl, my girl. She was the best mother a girl could have. Although she was my grandmother, I would have never known it. She was just awesome. She gave me a lot of the things that I learned about being a wife, being a mother, and she was instrumental in getting my married life started with my husband, Ron, when we started having our kids. We had three beautiful daughters, Nicole, Nishay, every Renee, all four years apart. Let's start with Nicole. Nicole is my oldest daughter, and as you can see from the picture, the tallest. And she had four boys, three boys, and then she waited a long time and had a baby boy who is now eight years old. But my men, I call them my young men because their last name is Young, wonderful young men. She's done a great job as a mother raising them the respectful, 
they know what's right and what's wrong, and they do what they can to help their grandparents. And they have another set of grandparents who live there in Maryland, and also us. So there's a picture of her husband, Shan, wonderful man. They've been married a long time. My oldest grandson is going to college for economics. The middle one is going. I don't know what his major is, but he plays basketball. And now the third son is in college as well. So all of her kids are out except the baby. My next daughter, Nashay, she's the one who lives about five minutes away, and I see her a lot. Nashay has six children, and she's just, I can't say enough about what a wonderful mom she is. She has her kids ready for every event, every holiday. She takes care of her mom and her dad as well. She's been a godsend during the pandemic because she's taking care of us just like we were children. Sometimes I think she thinks we are her children, but she has a beautiful family. She has five girls and one boy and a, and a husband who is just, I can't say enough about him either. We love him to death. So Michelle, she's a pharmacist and she has a very, very stressful job. But again, she finds the time to make sure that her family is well taken care of. Now, my last daughter, Renee, I have a lot to say about her, too. All of my children were, were just great children. The only difference in Renee is that Renee, I have been able to share her with the world. She always thinks about others. She is always busy. We always talk about Renee when Renee's around you don't have an agenda. Everything is Renee's agenda. But she's just a beautiful person. I love her and her new family, Sam and Junior. We spend a lot of time together. Renee's the daughter. She calls me every day, sometimes three to four times a day. So we're very close. She's very close with her sisters, and they all try to uh, tell her that she's the baby girl and take care of her, but she doesn't want to hear it. She thinks she's the oldest. So you've heard a little bit about my family, my daughters. All of them are phenomenal mothers. I can't say enough about that. I'm blessed to have had a wonderful mother myself, and to have three wonderful daughters who blessed me with 11 grandchildren, and they're just wonderful. Okay, so Sukabuka, first of all, love, love, love it. Shouts to Serena Grace. Um, shouts to my sister Shay that's not here, but Sukabuka, I just love, like, I'm gonna speak for all of us in saying thank you. It's weird. This is like, I'm a new mom. So y'all are like veteran moms. Y'all are savvy moms. Y'all been in the game. I'm new to this. So it's lit for me. Cole, what's mom life like? You're like the mom of moms. Cole is so good. Cole, let me just say this. Cole knows how to like, my nephews eat a lot of food. They're huge. They're like grown big baby men because they're babies to us, but they're grown men in real life. And she's like a cafeteria mom, like cooking these big, big heaps of food. But Cole, <laughs> momhood, talk about it. It's, it's wonderful. It is, like I said, it, 
is a blessing and sometimes it's a curse because the curse is that the things that mom and them said to us when we were little oh. like oh you're gonna grow up one day and I'm like oh don't curse me and now the same way my babies are growing up but it's a blessing <laughs> it is I mean it's some it's like walking through Jurassic Park sometimes it's a scary place to be because you know there's things going wrong kids getting hurt you got practices and sometimes you just know how you go make it through the day because somebody is mad the kid but at the end of the day it's so rewarding and it's it's such a blessing and now that my kids are older and I see how they are with other people and how they are with the little brother it just makes it so much better it makes it so much so better. Cole, do you say anything have you caught yourself saying anything snook and them used to tell us because I'm ashamed like even when it happens with junior like I'm actually ashamed when I say it and I, I like I try to put my little twist on it to make it funny but it's still the same thing that's <laughs> like do you say do you catch yourself doing that I catch myself doing it and then I say oh that was dad Oh, that was mom. Like I, you, you immediately know where it came from in the exact moment yep. it leaves your lips. You're like, goodness. <laughs> no, I just, I said, I would never take it, repeat something back to him and put my own spirit. You know, you're going to get up and do what I told you. Do you know, like, it's just so crazy. You put it back on him. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, I do all the time. Before we move on, just a couple of things. Before we move on to Paul and his mother, uh, let me just give a shout out to my husband whose birthday is on uh, Mother's Day as well. Oh, and yeah. actually, he was, born, he was actually born on Mother's Day in 19, whatever year that was, he was born. <laughs> but, right? And also, I want to say how blessed I am to have 11 grandchildren. So. Wow. Shouts to Diddy. Happy belated birthday, my Diddy. His birthday is on Mother's Day, which is weird that my Diddy's birthday is on Mother's how, Day, but shouts to my doing? Diddy. How do you do that? How do you do that? Look, if his birthday is on Mother's Day. How do I do that? Like, it's his birthday, but it's Mother's Day. Oh, it happens a lot. Yeah. Oh, he's saying, what do you do? Y'all celebrate together. What do you do on Mother's Day? Well, you know, he doesn't like to celebrate, so, you know, it's always... Yeah. He wants to do that's something. That's why I like him. I already but, know. But you know what? As long as we're together, it doesn't matter if it's Mother's Day, Father's Day, birthday, or whatever. The main thing is that we're together. <laughs> I love that. I love yes, that. Yes, that's, yes, why, yes. that's why I don't really care that much about holidays because it's like I do the same things like all the time anyways. Like, for example, with my mom or whatever, go like get lunch with her, blah, blah, blah. It doesn't really, it doesn't, it's just like another day that's it's a made up thing. Oh, so well, Paul, Paul, tell us about Mama yeah. BP. Come on, now you better. Uh uh, uh uh. I mean, um, I mean, cool things about you know, obviously, just like, <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean, uh, I mean, cool, like, just pretty much down to do whatever, like, even when you know, when I first started like PG Sports and stuff and helping me like make boxes and send this stuff out to people, so that's oh, what I was like, Mama VP shipping out She's way too nice. Uh, she talks really loud. Uh, yeah, that's, that's about it. Okay, so basically what he's saying is he loves you, Mama VP. And if you didn't do those things with her, she missed you, I'm sure. 
Oh my goodness. Paul is not the sentimental type as you guys can see. Well, I think that Paul, I think that Paul hit something very nice on the head, even though he was just like, it's another day. But the point is, is he says he goes out with his mom with lunch and does stuff with his mom all the time. So he doesn't treat it like it's a holiday because he does those things year round. And that's what's really special. I got it, Paul. I heard you, Paul. I heard you in there. I heard you. Would she recognize it or know it? Yeah, because you do it all the time. Because so. you do it all the time. That's right. That's yeah. awesome. Awesome. I'm awesome, awesome. here for all of this Mother's Day love. So again, happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there listening right now. That's your day. But to my VP's point, every day is your day. I call my snookabooker every day. I honor thy mother and father just like I should. And you heathen should too. And so <laughs> next up, <laughs> next up, you know, we like to show love. We just showed some love to the moms. And now we're about to show some more love on Remote Roses. Okay, listen, Jasmine Baker is going to be joining us for Remote Roses. And look, we show a lot of love and we have so much love for people that show women's sports love, the WNBA love. Jasmine Baker does that and then some because I'm telling you right now, I bought me some. She's designing shorts. She's bringing culture to the WNBA. You already know I support the cause. Jasmine, talk about it. You've been a lifelong sports fan what like what made you be all in because you're one of those people that i see tweeting all the time about it always locked in when did you start your journey with sports and and, and why i started early like so many of us i used to hoop and so for me it was five years old my dad had me out there shooting buckets uh at the local y and you know my four years later my little brother came along and so now i had somebody to the body up against you know so it was <laughs> It was a lot of fun growing up uh, in our household. And, you know, I, I did basketball, track, golf, javelin. Um, I did, uh, whew, I felt like I did everything. And then eventually I, I finally was like, okay, forget all that. I just want to be a basketball manager. And that was, that really helped me, honestly. I, I would say that probably saved my life. So you're one of the people that you cultivate culture. Can you just talk about when you were creating the vintage throwback style shorts? How did that come about? You know, it's so funny. People ask me this question a lot. Um, it started off with, I just didn't see anything out there that I wanted that I personally think fans wanted as well. And it was really uh, uh, the brainchild between myself and Kevin Gray, who um, is uh, the New, New Jersey Sets owner. I brought, brought the idea to him as a custom idea just for myself. And he was like, hey, do you have any more ideas? I was like, well, yeah. And he was like, you know what? Let's do a collaboration and like give this to the people. And it, it turned into one thing after the next. Then next next week, y'all y'all will be able to see. Uh, so uh-huh, no, no, no. So what are we going to be seeing next week? <laughs> Wait a minute. Drop Wait it. Let's it. We got some more drops coming. What should we? Give me a little teaser. I know you don't want to release. You got a release date that you have set. So tease what you're going to release so we can get excited for what's happening. Okay. So. This is going to be one of those projects that was brought to us. And so we're actually working with a WNBA team for a release. Oh, yeah. Nice. Yes. So well, I cannot wait a minute. say. And it ain't me, clearly. <laughs> so it's not the Atlanta Dream, as you guys can assume. What you doing, girl? I think I know who it is, but I'm not going to speculate. But that's lit, though, for you. So you're, you're going to be collabing with a WNBA team 
for is it a specific team release is it can is it for the people as well but it's team like what, i'm trying to you see i'm trying to get something out of you right now jasmine i love it um no by the way no like we're, we're more than happy to talk with Atlanta, believe that. Hey. But <laughs> no, but this is one of those things that uh, it will not be, unfortunately, it will not be available to everyone. So that's the mm. downside to it. But the upside is we're not done yet. We're not done yet. And this probably will not be the last WNBA team we work with. So there is hope that. <laughs> okay. This will not be the last one. This is the first, but hopefully not the last. Shouts to my VP. Okay. I love to hear it. Call yes. up mine. I have to get you connected to my people so we can see about what kind of collabs we can do down here in the A because I Let's like go. culture. Like, we, well, first of all, Atlanta is culture. I know you know that, Jasmine. So, uh, hello, somebody. But I love what I see happening now. I've seen knockoff WNBA gear. I think that's lit. I'm just going to throw it. I think that's lit. I saw people talking about bootleg the preseason game so everybody can view. I love that the demand is there. You know, yes. like, so, so I don't care. Like, I like just seeing all these different projects. You're yes. doing stuff. Other people are doing stuff. That's that's building the brand. The brand is growing. So yes. I'm here for all of that. What you're doing, Jasmine. We will Thank obviously you. support. You already know. I bought me a couple pair of shorts right when I saw the joint. So <laughs> you already know we support you here. Me and my two lit crew. Thank and so Thank now, now, whoever. Oh, my goodness. The baby done erase the scores i know you lying I but i remember five. them i the had link? five seven i had five nope no no <laughs> we're not doing that no i had five no. i got about i think the correct score we got tape that we can go back and check i think seven. the correct score is i have six vp has vp's tied with snook what y'all got you know no no i have seven Snook, I got four, I think, or five. VP has four. Snook has four. Cole definitely has one. I have five now. I have five. I think mom did have five. Well, we don't know because it's called, it's it's the boy who cried wolf. Snook then told me six different numbers. I don't know what to believe at this point. We were tired. Don't worry, I'm going to recount them anyways, eventually. Okay, so the tentative score... Me. Oh, don't yes, get, don't take they the ball. Me. They cheat me. <laughs> they are. They are. They are. They are. <laughs> okay, they so are. listen. The unofficial <laughs> score is: I have six. Snook has five. VP has four. Cole has one. Jasmine Cole needs you in the worst way. Okay. <laughs> in the worst way. Good luck, honey. All right, so Jasmine, this is what we do. Just so everybody knows, we show love by giving out hints. We make it a game. The hints are, we call it roses because as they give these hints, it's just a flex for whoever we're trying to guess. So Jasmine is going to be the person that she's going to spotlight someone by giving us hints. Jasmine, what's your first rose? I'm ready. Y'all got y'all's pads ready? Y'all ready? I'm ready. Okay, let's get it. All right. The first one is, this is a woman and she is a historic and world-renowned DJ. Oh, we're going a different route. I like it already. Let me see. Who do I know? <laughs> uh, this is oh, music stuff before, too. 
I know. Nice. I'm very, we're very competitive if you can't tell Jasmine. So oh, yeah. There's I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Hit number two. What you got for us? She's an amazing mother. Mm, I see. We're going, we're going basic. Okay. You going with the broad strokes. Mm. Oh. I don't know any women DJs, I don't think. Wait, the first one was, I don't know if you She's said. She's a DJ. She's a female DJ. Oh, she's not a mom. Dang it. No, no, she's, she's a firm mom. mom. I said, she, I said she's a mom. Oh no. No, but my guess is, my guess isn't a mom. I just know Liz Cambage oh. DJs, and but she's not okay. a mom. So let's okay. go with rose number three. She made the Forbes thirty under thirty list. Twenty twenty. Twenty twenty. No, that is. I don't think it was 2020. Was 2020 the last? Yeah, no, she didn't make 2020. Oh, I'm very intrigued about this lit DJ. That's a mom on Mother's Day. Shouts to the moms. This is Mother's hey. Day a couple days ago. I see. Okay. Yeah. Hit number. Let me get Rose number four. I don't, I don't see nobody writing yet. <laughs> All right. Rose number four. She is. This is a long one, so. She's okay. the official sports sound strategist for Basketball Africa League. And she was just dubbed the special advisor to Kenya's national teams. Ooh, is she lit? Wait a minute. Who is this? I can't believe VP doesn't know this once you start doing national teams and all these. Okay, so she's Kenya's national team go-to lady. I'm trying to think. Does that mean DJ. she's kidding? I don't. DJ. This, yes, she would have, yes. Yeah, she is king. Oh my gosh. DJ. I, no one's getting a point this way. Wait, wait, what did I say? No, just guessed. One of the, uh, the. Demelio. Who? Demelio. No, ma'am. <laughs> no, ma'am. I like that you, oh, you're so respectful, Jasmine. Thank you very much for that. Nope, that's not correct. Do you got any more hints in the tank? Can I get a, a rose number five? Can you give us another nugget? I can. She is a former Mavs basketball girl. Mavs? Oh. Yes, look. No way. There's no, I hope she gets it, VP. You don't tell my snooker booker there's no way. There's no way. Okay, so I'm gonna right. be mad if this is oh, let's let's final guesses right now because that that was the last one. Mm -hmm. Okay. We gotta put do up. I um, do I know her? We I think you probably have met her, and I don't even realize it. The scoreboard oh. on the scoreboard, you gotta put guest as. DJ Money. DJ DJ Money. No, ma'am. DJ, okay, so, okay, so let me guess. I got to get a guess. I'm not going out without a guess, so DJ. That's why I had to do one. This, we just, let me just do one. DJ, Mo, I think it's Shoot. DJ. Mo. And you mean to tell me how to met her, this lit individual? Yeah, because she's got a, uh, she's got a spread on her, boy. That's a spread. <laughs> yeah, so she's on, well accomplished. On the scoreboard, put guests, and then, like, I think. DJ Madge. Okay, I'm just going, who is that? Is it DJ Madge? I don't even know who that is. <laughs> this Mom. made it up. Look, this is my guess. This is my guess, and she's not Kenyan, but shouts to K Bear, my teammate in college. We called her DJ K Jizzle. K Bear Kalena Green is a DJ. 
I don't have a guest, so I'm just shouting out a DJ I know. Shouts to K Bear, baby. I don't have a guest. Oh, do you have a guest? Nah. Okay. So, all right. So, tell us who we who who stumped us, and that means that you got a rose. You 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 beat us this one. Yes. <laughs> well, quick shout out to uh, former Dallas Wings DJ and current Dallas Mavericks DJ Poison Ivy. Oh. oh. That girl is poison. Poison. <laughs> hey, 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 poison. Ah, uh, ah. Uh. Dang. Tell DJ Poison Ivy we need her on the show, man. She's yeah. lit. I love that you showed. That was, wow. You don't even know this, Jasmine, but we did a little something different this episode. We have music. We talked about DJ Khaled. We talked about Ed Sharan. And now you came through on the roses with... DJ Poison Ivy, hold on, hold on. Let me give some roses to Jasmine Baker for cultivating culture on Twitter, for bringing new styles, for bringing conversations. I remember when the jerseys dropped, you were doing Instagram lives. All those things matter when you're doing rollouts mm. for a business. Mm. I out because I didn't know about her so I've learned something so you know I'll be checking out and doing some research so I can see who she is. and yes, yes Booker. shouts to yeah. Poison Ivy 34 30 under 30 I'm talking about a woman in the NBA holding down that space of DJ I see you then oh she wasn't finished yet she wasn't done yet with Kenya she wanted to come over there and provide her services to the Bass national team Listen. girl too bad and then yes. last but not least, shouts to all the moms out there. A couple mm -hmm. of days ago was Mother's Day and we couldn't do it without the moms. So shouts to the lit moms out there. All of them, WNBA moms, all the moms. <laughs> we love to see it, baby. Oh, I like that one. I, li oh, look, I like nice, that. Nice. Yes. So yeah. the official yeah, score is the still. First one to stump us. Yeah. Only the second to do it. So thank you. Yeah, I see you, Jasmine. And do okay. So one question I gotta ask you since this is we also did some WNBA, you know, the season opener is coming. I wanted to get your pick. Who do you have in the WNBA finals this year? I'm going with um my two favorite teams, the Aces in Chicago. Okay. They're gonna okay. be in there, and I'm really hoping. Candace either gets one. Well, she hadn't talked about leaving the league, but we know it's towards the end of her career. So I'm hoping okay. she can get one more for the home team. They, they've always been, we've been seeing them build for so long in yeah. Chicago now. And I think everybody really, really, really obviously wants one for Asia in particular. But I know with Liz Cambage, one thing that we don't talk about enough is her struggle to get a title so in this in this league so um great player great ambassador for the league i would love to see them get a, a title as well because uh vegas has done it very different and it's been fun to watch that's interesting because we had a guest earlier cheryl coward and she had the exact same pick for the finals who's your sleeper pick this year like who do you think is going to do better than people expect I think I'm going to have to go with Minnesota and maybe a lot of people are picking them. I, I don't know. Um, I know who a lot of the favorites are, but I, I really think Minnesota has, uh, even though the squad's young, they're still, they still have a vet, obviously, in Sylvia Fowles. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing what the past two Rookie of the Years can do. 
um, going into this season. But I, I don't know. Something about Minnesota, man. I just, I'm looking forward to watching them. Okay, so last but not least, what should you think about my score? Okay, the Atlanta Dream. We're gonna be all right this year. I know that I know that a lot of people don't see us in that finals top two. Sure. Of course, me as an owner, I do, but yeah. I know that people know that we're decent, right? Like, what are your thoughts about the Atlanta Dream? Ma'am, the Atlanta Dream can do no wrong at this point. Like, I mean, nobody wants to mess with y'all on or off the court at this point. <laughs> real talk, real talk. They don't want the smoke. They don't want the smoke. But, but no, congratulations again, Renee. You were just inspiring. So it's like, I'm literally here late at work because I'm like, I want to be like Renee Montgomery when I go. Oh, <laughs> I Very. I'm, I'm ex- awesome. I, I like the I love little, it here. <laughs> <laughs> no. I, one of the one of the last games I've ever gone to that was out actually out of state was the Atlanta uh, Atlanta Dream game. So me and my mother that was the first game I've been to as an adult with my mother, and she actually helped me do interviews. It was the cutest, terriblest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> I gotta uh, see that you got the clips. You still got the clips. I need to oh, see you got to run us it. the clips, man. Run us them clips. We got to show a little something of, of young Jasmine out there getting her journalism on. Oh, Girl, she was out there trying to get. So Caleb from uh, Stranger Things showed up at the game. And so I recognized him as we were both going into the elevator. And so I spoke to him. And my mom was like, so which player's little brother is that? And I was like, mom. <laughs> <laughs> no, ma'am. No, ma'am. <laughs> You're just here to record. You're just here to record. <laughs> Don't be asking no more questions. I love my mom. Love she, she's it. one of the reasons that I do what I do today. I love my mom. Um, happy Mother's Day to my mom. There um, you go. Happy Mother's Day to Jasmine. Well, yeah. thank What's you your mom's name, Jasmine? My mother's name is Evelyn Baker. Happy, happy Mother's Day, Miss Evelyn Baker. Yes. Evelyn Baker. yes. <laughs> Thank y'all. <laughs> so Jasmine, listen, this was great. We don't usually get stumped because we got a lot of minds here, but you did that. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for joining us here on Remotely Renee. And we love to see it. Everything you're doing, we love to see it. Thank you, nice sister. You. Thank you. Thank you. Y'all have a good one. Happy Mother's Day. Yes. Thank you. Too. Thank you. Thank you. Love it. Love it. All right. You ain't got to go home, Jasmine, but. (laughs) I appreciate you, girl. Thank you for having me on. I appreciate that. I was like, I don't know what y'all do. (laughs) You ain't got to go home, but you got to get out of here. We got to finish the show. Jasmine, hello. Bye. Bye. Thank you, girl. Thank you. <laughs> love it. Oh, I love, love, love our WNBA community, y'all. This is what I'm saying. I want to tell y'all something because I bet y'all would think that I knew Jasmine that we've met before. That was my first time talking to Jasmine, <laughs> just so y'all know. But I feel like, and this is how I feel about a lot of my Twitter family. I feel like we know each other. We had never actually spoke, but we tweet each other so much. We talk so much daily that I feel like they my crew. That's my dog. So shouts to Jasmine. I felt like I could play with her because of that. And you guys, that's the beauty of connecting while being remote. It's the premise of this whole show. So join us next where we're gonna do exactly that with other people. We're gonna connect while being remote.
is your partner, Big Boy, interested in giving back to your community while making new connections in your neighborhood? Introducing Neighbor to Neighbor, a California volunteers network that empowers you to take action, contribute to local needs, and be a part of something bigger than yourself. Visit caneighbors.com to learn more about how you can get to know your neighbor and strengthen your community. Neighbor to Neighbor, it takes a neighborhood. Hello. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.